Friday, March 5th at Talkwitz High School, and you are listening to Lab Rats with Noelle Rodriguez, Isabel Rezo, and Brianna bringing you weekly discussions on the environment. Hello guys, this is Lab Rats, and today's topic is on climate change. Climate change has been around since 13,000 years ago. In fact, scientists discovered two major climate changes during the time period of the megafauna extinction. That leads them to think that they were the main causes of mammals' extinctions. However, that is another topic for another day. The question today is, should the U.S. government take aggressive steps to combat climate change? Many opponents of climate change believe that if the U.S. government restricts greenhouse gas emissions, that it will slow down economic growth and increase unemployment. However, supporters believe that it is the U.S. government's responsibility to lead the fight against climate change. And not only will it help protect the planet, but it will also create jobs and stimulate the economy. In 2018, Barack Obama, when announcing the Clean Power Plan, he stated that levels of carbon dioxide, which heats up the atmosphere, are higher than they've been in 800,000 years. Greenhouse effect is the way that heat is trapped close into the surface by Earth, which are by greenhouse gas. Different greenhouse gases are carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrogen oxide and in different fluorinated gases. These gases are sent out into the atmosphere which can which are you cannot see like with your eye unless you have a special type of camera so that's why we don't really realize that they're there and what has led to these um types of gases to um increasing concentration has been like our use in fossil fuels that will cause like an increase in carbon but also like raising livestock like cows which release a lot of methane but also we burn forests and trees capture a lot of the carbon that we have in the atmosphere. So by burning that wood, we're releasing it back, which makes climate change worse. Yes, greenhouse gases arise naturally and are part of the makeup of our atmosphere. In fact, Earth is often referred to as the Goldilocks planet because it is not too cold or not too hot. And it allows, it allows us to flourish, like life to flourish. But in the last century, us humans have infer- interfered with the energy balance, mainly through bur- burning fossil fuels. Exactly. And one of those causes are rising temperatures. Like rising temperatures can lead to rising sea levels, which seawater can expand and ice in any type of land, glaciers or frozen lands all around the world can melt, which adds water, which adds which adds to the water levels rising. But with the rising temperatures, it could also in- increase the death rate because how poor and unadaptable places that are all around the world are not able to keep up as the temperature rises. And as the temperatures rises, it unbalances the world temperature as the, wor- the world gets warmer, excuse me, as the world gets warmer, more more rain will be evaporated and will be held longer in the atmosphere but as when it comes falling down it'll be raining and everything will flood also increasing water level temperatures but the longer we're in a drought it can also create more fires yes isabel wildfires are effects of climate change how you were saying how rain in the past, in the recent years, rain doesn't kick in until November, even December. The hotter the air means the drier the plants, which makes these plants easier to burn. Over the past century, California has warmed about 3 degrees Fahrenheit, which is more than the global average, and the global average is about 1 degree Fahrenheit. Drier vegetation 
are is vulnerable to fires. In fact, snow plays a big role in this. The less and the less snow California gets, and even the snow that we do get, it has been melting faster, which spring which when spring comes sooner, it leaves vegetation vulnerable to the fire soon sooner in the season. Snowstorms, in fact, like Texas in 2020, Texas is a good example of climate change, and it just shows how the U.S. is not prepared to deal with the impacts of climate change. Yes, and how um, Isabel was talking before, the ocean and, like, the rising sea levels are really important because um, there are actual natural climate variations like ocean absorption. However, because there is more carbon in the air, it's intaking less carbon. But also the carbon that everybody took in mixed with the water from the sea causes carbon carbon acid to form, which um, then makes it more acidic, making marine plants like um, coral reefs, causing them to die because the exoskeletons don't have enough calcium, which can endanger like um, animals like corals, clams, and oysters because their exoskeletons aren't really forming. And um, because... <laughs> because of the differing climate changes there also has been melting of the ice because the weather is getting warmer but um like how we have talked about before what do you see like politicians doing about this well it is obvious that representatives republicans sorry republicans are less, are some people say that republicans don't believe in climate change and Democrats are the ones who are mostly encouraging climate change. However, these deniers, which are Republicans, they say that the only reason that they don't believe in this is, well, they do believe in it. The only reason that they don't want to put money towards this is that because they believe that government programs that combat this are misguided, misguided and unwise. Exactly. Like what the government can do is instead of, just saying that there are many Republicans and Democrats as well that also believe that, you know, climate change isn't real. And they some people just don't believe in it flat out. But what they don't realize is that what they can do is set up policies or instead of getting rid of those power plants, they can replace it with something more earth friendly that won't contribute so much into climate change. Yes, and we also see that because um, they want to make, like, policies that help, um, like, decrease the amount of climate change that is happening. We can also invest in renewable energy, which can also create green jobs, um, stimulating the economy even more. Exactly, like, green jobs and can also help reduce the amount of greenhouse gases that we send into the atmosphere. I feel like the question, how can we convince deniers, is, like, the wrong question. Because even, like, smokers, they know the harmful, they know the harmful effects of cigarettes. And they still, like, it takes them a long time to move from the stage. So, like, this is, like, the same case with this deniers of climate change. Climate change is all around us, and they refuse to, they deny, and they, they, like, neglect that we need to take action. The first step that we need to do is first show show these people like that there is climate change like we need to convince people that it's real and then we need to convince them that it's man-made exactly and if you if people in the government simply do not believe all the evidence and scientifically proven facts that climate change is real then maybe they shouldn't be 
government they shouldn't be in the government and they shouldn't be representing what we stand for mm-hmm. well this has been all lab rats thank you so much for joining us in today Again, the question was, should the U.S. government take aggressive steps to combat climate change? Let us know your opinion. Thank you so much. Bye. This has been Lab Rats with Noelle Rodriguez, Isabel Rezo, Brianna Reyes. Bye.